0: Perfect! Welcome to another episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I'm your host, The Ultimate One, and tonight we're having our usual Monday night wrestling rumors and news that's been going on for the past uh week or weekend and um this weekend we had the sapporo show in new japan uh they also had the new beginnings uh here in the united states uh and also in japan so they they were splitting their roster in japan and here in the united states and uh uh we're gonna have wwe stuff we're gonna have new japan ring of honor all kinds of stuff we got even um I believe we even have, if I'm correct, is Major League Wrestling. A little bit of news of that. So let's get it going. Uh, the first thing um, we're going to talk about is, uh, again, the uh, the Gorillas of Destiny uh, won the IWGP Tag Team titles for the sixth time uh, against DeBita, Juice, Robinson and David Finley Jr. Um, this happened yesterday. Um, so... This is the sixth reign that the Gorillas of Destiny um, has had uh, the IWGP champs again. But my question is uh, to me, honestly, I think the the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, Tag Team Division is kind of weak. It's not at its best. Um, they do have, like I said, Juice Robinson and David Finland. They just put that tag team together. We still have Evo and Sonata, but Evo and Sonata now they're wrestling more in um, singles matches. Um, I mean you got show and yo, but show and yo uh they won again the IWGP junior uh I think there was the um, the tournament that they usually have they won that and then I think they the IWGP junior tag team champions. Yes they are because they beat Ishimori and Fantasmo and in Wrestle Kingdom. So the division is kind of a little weak, but they could always put teams together. To, you know and that's the one thing about New Japan in New Japan you could have a two guys get together and become tag team champions um, look at uh Tenzon and Kojima they won those tag team belts um, in the past like seven times i believe they were tag team champions Chono and Tenzon were tag team champions for those who don't know who Tenzon and who Masahiro Chono is um, you know i'm sure that you're too young about that but those who knows about wrestling back in the day for the great Muda um uh, they know who masahiro Shono was masahiro Shono was part of the nwo japan back in the days so you know new japan could still you know um put some team together to challenge the, the gorillas of destiny but again the gorillas of destiny are a six-time iwgp tag team champion another thing they came out of um during the weekend Zack zaber jr Defeated Will Ospreay for uh, uh, it was the a title match for the Red Pro British Championship match. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, uh, there was another uh, Shingo Takaji, uh, who's part of the Ngoble Nobles de Japon, defeated Hiroki Goto for the Never Open Weight Championship. So that right there was pretty good. Um, guys, just ignore that. So, um you know that was pretty good. Um, so now sh- Shingo Tagaji wins his uh, first singles title um, in Japan. Um, so you know, you know, that's you know that's that's something good for him because this guy is no joke. He came from DDT. He's been all over Japan, the United States. Shingo Tagaji is no joke, and that's why he's part of the like gubernadores de arbol in um, Japan. Uh, also, a quick note uh, also the from Japan. Apparently, Minoru Suzuki is going to wrestle Orange Cassidy in Game Changer Wrestling. So, honestly, listen, I've I, I seen Orange Cassidy. I like Orange Cassidy. I like his gimmick in AEW. But he's going to go in the ring with Minoru Suzuki. For those guys who don't know who Minoru Suzuki is, this guy is a monster. A monster when it comes to wrestling, he will hurt you. And he's going to go against Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy does not know what he's about to get in that match. Um, And there's uh, something to, you know, to look forward to. And I think I believe that's going to happen, I believe, in April or March. One of those. So, we will see. But, you know, uh, stay tuned. And uh, I think it's going to be very interesting. Minoru Suzuki versus Orange Cassidy. That's going to be probably an interesting match. We'll be right back. And hey, we're back, guys. Uh, we're going to go continue on with the wrestling rumors and news that's going on now. Uh, Major League Wrestling is now doing working relationships with Dragon Gate. Now, you guys know that Dragon Gate was uh, their parent company bought Noah, and Noah, who WWE was trying to get for, for you know, I guess buy Noah so they can make that uh, NXT Japan. Well, Dragon Gate now ended up, uh, buying that uh, that company so WWE can't have no uh NXT Japan, and now they turn around and say, Well, you know what, we're gonna go and uh work in the United States. And they went and turned around, and um, I guess they made a deal with Major League Wrestling, so you uh, Major League Wrestling and Dragon uh, Dragon Gate will be working together, so that's gonna be cool because now you know. Me as a fan, as a wrestling fan, I'm going to get to see uh, wrestlers from Dragon Gate um, and get to see more talent uh, across, you know, across the the, the globe. And, you know, there's something that I could, you know, jump on it and, you know, learn who these wrestlers are, give you some uh, feedback on it, and then, you know, um, let you know how it was. Uh, also, come news coming from the WWE, The Revival. Asked again for the release. This is the second time the Revival asked for the release. And now it looks like WWE went and offered them $700,000 a year for them to stay with WWE. Uh, that's 200000 more than what they were offered the first time. But you know that the Revival has not been used wisely. Uh, they've been... Floating around as jobbers. Yes, they won the SmackDown Tag Team Champion. Yes, they won the Royal Tag Team Champion. But it was all a plot for them to, you know, to keep them happy so they could sign. And it looks now that I guess the revival is like we're done. But apparently there's still 10 weeks still added to the contract because the contract, I think, it believes uh, I think it ends in April. There's 10 more weeks added to, I think, Scott Dawson's contract because he got hurt. So now, you know, WWE being petty like they always do. Now I'm um, trying to keep these wrestlers hostage. Uh, they went and they added 10 more weeks into that uh, one of them's contract, which I find that very, very annoying. And, you know, again, WWE goes and try to keep these wrestlers hostage with their contracts. And this is why they're going through all their bad karma and they continue to just do. Uh, just piss the wrestling fans off um, me as a professional wrestling fan. Um, it goes to a point where you don't want to watch WWE because, you know, these guys are in there. Uh, they just held hostage. That's the way I look at it. Maybe a lot of people will agree with me, but it is what it is. Um, Braun Strowman won the Intercontinental title from uh, Nakamura this past Friday. I mean, Nakamura held that bill for a while. And he was the first guy to wear the new title, but he loses to Braun Strowman. Honestly, I, I don't care for Braun Strowman to be honest. Braun Strowman has been character-wise destroyed. He uh, let's be honest. WWE titles don't mean anything anymore. They don't have respect for any of those titles. The Intercontinental Title, who's been around since 1979 for almost 40, poor um, more than 50 years, and oh, I'm sorry, 40 years. Um, and they just don't give it the respect it deserves. And you give the bill to Braun Strowman. Strowman, this is the same guy who I think lost by countdown kind of to Tyson Fury. He's been a joke. They've been. I mean, I used to love when he was feuding with bro, uh, Roman Brings, and um, and that was a good feud. And they had him being this badass big guy, and then they had him with um, with Brock Lesnar. And I think that's when they messed him up, when they put him there with Brock Lesnar, and Lesnar beat him, not once, but twice. And um, from there, he's you know, he been punished because he forgot his lines. He's been punished because of this and this and that. And I feel this is so wrong, what they do to this guy. Now you want to give him the intercontinental belt? He should have had the Universal title a long time ago. And they just don't know how to treat the wrestlers. And I'm going to keep saying it, and a lot of wrestling WWE fans – hate when I say this, but WWE they need to get their stuff together. It's just nonsense, and they need to, to stop holding back all these talent. You got a crop of talent in your roster, and you don't—you only use 5% of it. I don't understand that, so we'll be right back after this. And we're back. So, um, we just finished talking about uh, Braun Strowman, who won the Intercontinental title, but let's talk about Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, Braun Strowman, I mean, I'm sorry, Braun Strowman, Brody King messed up. I don't know what Braun Strowman is in my head now. Brody King, he reaped up this contract and is now with Ring of Honor. I don't, do not know what is the uh, how many years he signed but that keeps the Villain Enterprises still together being that PCO is still the world champion for them. Marty Scrawl still with um, Ring of Honor. He signed a multi-year th- uh, contract. So the Villain Enterprises are still together which is good. Ring of Honor is doing the right thing, but they took it another further now. Because if you think about it, Ring of Honor only has three belts, or four belts, actually. Both, uh, they got the six man tag, they got the tag teams, they got the Ring of Honor TV title, and then they have the world title. Well, back in the days, they used to have this title called the, the Pure Ring of Honor's belt. So that tournament is coming back, um, I believe it was February. Ninth and eleventh, I may be wrong in Columbus and Pittsburgh, so they're gonna have a tournament for that belt. Uh, most notably, person who held those belts, I believe, was uh, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan ended up beating, I think, Nigel McGuinness, and they uh, they they unified those belts, and this was way back like two thousand two, two thousand three, those days. So they're bringing back that Ring of Honor pure title, a uh, Pore title, whatever however you pronounce it, but. That's going to be cool, and I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, Mauro Ronaldo said he won't return to social media. Now, here we go again, talking about WWE. Corey Graves, the biggest clown in the whole WWE, had the nerve to go and attack Mauro Ronaldo during what they believe was Survivor Series, and then he made comments about Mauro Ronaldo Ronaldo got um, who suffers from depression. Disappeared, closed down his Twitter account, and he wasn't hurt for like two weeks. Um, Corey Graves then apologized, saying that all it was all part of a storyline. And this, you know, Corey Graves, he's another person who's a yes man in the WWE. He tries too hard to be a Bobby Heenan type commentator. You will never, ever, Corey. Be like Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan was one of a kind. Nobody could commentate and make jokes like he does. And were, you know, and you try to beat that person. And for you to come out of nowhere and attack Mauro Ronaldo, one of the best, and I say the best commentator in wrestling right now. He I mean, even though Jr is known as the greatest, but JR right now is slow has slowed down. Mauro Ronaldo, when he's commentating a, a match. He brings excitement, and that's why he's in NXT. I love when he does those uh takeovers because he brings excitement and he his his uh style of commentator is one of a kind. You don't see that, but then here comes Corey Graves, the clown of the WWE, the third clown, um comes and you know makes some mockery out of Ronaldo with some stupid crap who he thought it was a Storyline, trying. To, I don't know what he was trying to do. To be honest, Um, Samoa Joe, legitimately, he's hurt. He suffered from who suffered concussion last Monday night. They don't know how, when he's coming back. He's on protocol concussion protocol, and this sucks because it's like a podcaster said every time, somebody, Samoa Joe gets into a good storyline, he gets hurt, and that's it's been his, like that, and his. WWE career since he's been there. This guy like looks like he got just got total bad luck when it comes to uh, with WWE. He's kind of hurt plenty of time. He had a broken finger one time. I think he had a bad leg, he bad a knee. Every time it looked like he's getting gonna get pushed to a run or something, he gets hurt. So I believe that's a sign. Maybe you need to leave WWE and go back. I don't know, Ring of Honor maybe. Uh, you would love. I would love to see you in AEW. Yes, an AEW. So um, that is um, cool. Um, also, um, so we don't know when he's coming back. If he's gonna, you know, if he's gonna miss time, what's gonna happen now with um, Oh Kevin Owens? Is Alyssa Black gonna be part of that storyline? Because you know he's feuding with uh, Seth Rollins, uh, the AOP, and Buddy Murphy, and the, the whole Messiah crap that they have going in WWE. Anyway, guys, I'll be right back after this. And we're back. Um, sorry for a little slow delay earlier uh, before we went on break. Uh, but, you know, I'm kind of sleepy. I'm tired. But uh, let's talk about AEW and the and NXT supposedly Wednesday Night War. Come on, guys. Let's be realistic. AEW wins again this week. But let's talk about that. Let's talk about why everybody thinks this is a war. Listen, honestly, this is a war in McMahon's mind. Because let's be a realist. If you want a real war, McMahon, you should have put AEW against Raw, your your flagship um, company or brand, whatever you want to call it, or SmackDown against AEW. And you didn't. So you bring in NXT to go against them. But let's be realistic. I mean, in reality, at the end of the day, the professional wrestling fan wins. Not the wrestling, what is it, the WWE Universe, the marks, the ones that don't come out of their bubble and just stay stuck in WWE. They don't watch no New Japan. They don't watch no Ring of Honor. They don't watch Major League Wrestling. They don't watch Impact. Those are the ones they lose because at the end of the day, you stay all week waiting for Monday Night Raw, and SmackDown to watch the most garbage product there is, okay? And yet, you won't watch NXT because you call them vanilla midgets, and let's let's be real, because that's what you, WWE Universe, were calling NXT wrestlers before AEW was even in the picture. Now, you should be grateful that NXT is the brand who's keeping WWE afloat because, believe me, i say maybe 10% of NXT fans watches WWE. Not a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? Because I think NXT fans are professional wrestling purists. They know what's wrestling. Well, they show Monday nights and Fridays. That's not wrestling. That's entertainment. That's garbage. You know what I'm saying? But people keep saying, oh, AEW one or NXT one. Who cares? Who wins? Ratings don't mean shit no more, to be honest. You know, because... Every week, you have good matches in NXT and good matches in AEW, but you know these marks want to come out of nowhere and talk about or let me put a, let me correct that trolls want to get on Twitter and all these social media platforms to crap to crap on AEW and, and, and talk crap about AEW and the war or whatever and you know what NXT even though it's on the WWE banner NXT is a great brand. I mean, like I said, if it wasn't for NXT right now, WWE would be in trouble. In so much trouble. Like that trouble that they've been having with the fact that they let go two uh George Berrios and uh, Michelle Williams, two people who were in the company for 10 years, they were not in the same uh or oh, they weren't had the same vision McMahon had, and he fired them. And they lost one billion dollars in one day. And a lot of people say, "Oh, but well, they could make that up in in, in Saudi Arabia." Okay, but okay. after Saudi Arabia, what's going to happen? Well, after WrestleMania, what's going to happen? You're not going to be able to recover that. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, WrestleMania season started last week. I haven't seen one match they, they, they announced so far. Be- besides like Brock Lesnar and, and, and um, Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns against the Fiend, if that is the the match that's going to happen, uh, or or. But, Becky Lynch versus uh, Shayna Baszler. What other matches are going to put? You know, and I, I don't know. It's just it's just mind boggling. The next one I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to after that is that will be it. But the Matt Riddle um, and Brock Lesnar situation. Now you guys know very well that last week, uh, they had the or last Sunday, they had the um, the Royal Rumble. Now. Brock was in there for a long time until he got eliminated by Drew McIntyre. It was right after Brock got eliminated, and that's when Matt Riddle showed up. Now, the next day, they were saying that uh, Brock approached Matt Riddle and told Matt Riddle, you need to stop tagging me on your social media posts because me and you will never work together. Um, And as you guys, I don't know if you guys noticed, but... There was no Brock Lesnar when Matt Riddle got there, and at the top of it all. He only lasted a minute when he got thrown down by. Ready for this, Baron Corbin. Now, if you people think that he has not been, is not getting punished for that, you're fools. Because remember, last summer or last spring, or was, let's say spring, when when Goldberg fought Undertaker, here comes Matt Riddle. He started. Uh, he started uh, insulting Goldberg. And was just bad-mouthing him, whatever. And and I said to myself, sooner or later, you're gonna pay for that. And I was I was one of the fans that was tight because I'm a big Bill Goldberg fan, even though that match with him honestly, was a garbage. It was horrible. But um, But I was one of those who said, you know, Matt Riddle should not be talking crap. You've just been in the wrestling probably a year or two, whatever it's been. Uh, Goldberg's been around for a while, and you are just like this and the legends. Then he went around talking about he wanted to retire Brock Lesnar. And I think WWE got pissed off about that because then it turns out, as uh, I found out today through, through a pod, uh, podcaster, that the higher-ups approach NXT talent and told NXT talent, do not tag any of the main roster talent through Twitter or social media without talking to us. Now, and they said that uh, the, the talent started laughing because, you know, I guess they found it, like, dumb, because now it's like the, the guys who are in the main roster are probably they they they're sensitive, but anyway, the bottom line was that that's what they told the talent. Matt Riddle was going crazy on Twitter during last spring or summer, wherever it was, and, I mean, he had a conversation with Goldberg in SummerSlam, um, so he just don't know when to shut up, and the thing is that, They did put a video the day right after that report came through. So my question is, is this a shoot or not a shoot? And why was Matt Riddle thrown out within the minute? So this is something that you guys could, you know, analyze, look into it. But I don't see Matt Riddle going into Brock uh, and Brock right now. And in case you guys don't know, Brock is the one who decides who he's going to lose the belt to and who's not who he's not going to lose the belt to. So, that's something that you guys got to uh, take in consideration because if he doesn't want to work with Matt Riddle, he's not going to work with Matt Riddle. I'll tell you that right now. And I don't care what you NXT fans say, uh, but he needs Matt Riddle needs to be quiet because there's punishment behind that. Especially you in NXT. You're not in the main roster. You try to be like Seth Rollins. And you you see how much Seth Rollins getting himself a choke because he don't know when to shut up. Uh, so is his fiance, But... Um, you know sometimes you need to just be quiet and don't say nothing and let your, your 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 skills you know speak for itself but but you know Matt riddle I guess he doesn't learn or whatever but he's gonna learn some way like, and if he doesn't get the the chance to work with Matt uh, with Brock Lesnar uh, that's gonna be his loss because that's the money maker right there Brock Lesnar versus Matt riddle I'll pay to see that, you know, to see Brock Lesnar destroy Matt Riddle. Oh yeah, you know, um, yeah, you know, and and the fact that I think Brock Lesnar knows that this guy is his background, MMA background, and he just come in into the business and talking crap. You see how Brock Lesnar got so pissed off one time when Scott uh, uh, Conor McGregor said something about wrestling, and the first one who says something was Brock. And Brock is one he's gonna he's gonna defend this his sport the sport that he loves is professional wrestling. So we'll see. But anyway, guys, that is it. I thank you for joining me this week and the opportunity. I want to give a shout out to my boy Vernick and R32 store. If you guys love design or want to create design on your shoes, hats, underwear, panty, bra, whatever you want. This guy does any design, and any apparel, and he does it very well. If you want to check it out. Go to www.r32.store, uh, that's www.r32.store, and check it out, and you could see what you like there. Also, a shout-out to my boy James Santiago and the Turnbuckle Tabloid for giving me an opportunity a couple of weeks ago to be in the show. Talk about Ring of Honor and all that stuff, so I'm always giving love and, and, and you know, love and appreciation for them because, you know, Sometimes you have to network, you know. Um, Also, this weekend I was able to go to an independent show called Bronze Wrestling Federation. I will be trying to do interviews with some of the um, wrestlers in there, um, but that's going to be on my YouTube channel. Uh, My YouTube channel is called the same thing, the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. So be uh, on the lookout for that. I will be starting to have interviews. With certain wrestlers that maybe some of you guys are not familiar with, but you know, I, this is an opportunity and a platform for them to let you know who they are and what they're doing at this present moment. Those are my goals for the next couple of months. Hopefully, that comes through. Um, but yeah, so I went to Bronze Wrestling Federation the other night. Uh, Dominic Nero won the BWF World Heavyweight Champion. I was uh, it was honored for me to meet him, and hopefully, we could. Um, network and you know do our thing in the future so then you know guys again you could find me in youtube channel the chokeslam wrestling report if you guys like the video i just posted a video on saturday called will marty scroll bring nwa new japan pro wrestling ring of honor together to have a working relationship with AEW. So if you guys want to check that video and my thoughts about that, you're welcome to go. Check it out. Go to the YouTube channel called the chokesland Wrestling Report. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell for the uploads. Give me a thumbs up. That will help my channel. I will appreciate it. Um, but right now, you're listening to the audio podcast of the Chokesland Wrestling Report. You can find me in Google, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, um, Apple, and any major platforms you guys could, could you know listen to your audio podcast. Um, I'm on here on Monday nights with my wrestling news and rumors and on Thursday with my AEW review and other wrestling rumors and news. So you know, be on the lookout for that. Thank you for everybody who will support the podcast. And I will talk to you guys on Thursday. On Thursday when I come back for the AEW Review. Have a good night.